it reinforced to have a positive mindset. Because I try to do that in other aspects of my life. But I realized that with my weight, I would use negative self-talk. And I was thinking, you know, I would never talk like this to anyone else. Why am I doing this to myself? I had to learn that. Hey there, my friend. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi, and I want to welcome you back to another episode here on the Fit Father Project podcast. In just a moment, you're going to hear a powerful and inspiring conversation between myself and one of our Fit Father Project program members, Tony Shivers. Tony is 42 years young, and earlier this year in January, he joined our Fit Father 30X program because he needed to lose some weight. And there are a lot of things going on in Tony's life, as you're going to hear in just a moment. One of those is Tony's weight had creeped up over the years of just being a dad, going through work and accumulating weight into the high 300s. And Tony wanted to get down into the 200s, but he didn't exactly know it was possible. But what Tony did do is he started. He decided to take the first step. And one of the most inspiring parts about the story is that there's a lot going on in Tony's family life. His wife actually has a rare eye disorder where she recently lost her vision. Yes, like completely lost her vision. So imagine this. Here's Tony in his young 40s. He has a daughter who's around nine years old. He has his wife who just lost vision. And he knows deep down that his health is not on point. And there are so many guys in Tony's situation that literally would have just like given up or would have thought it wasn't possible. But that was not Tony's story. He decided that there was hope and that he was going to try again to see if he can make some changes and get himself ready to be there, to step up for his family and to be the greatest version for himself. And that's exactly what Tony did. To date, he's lost over 60 pounds. He's made incredible shifts to his mindset. He's now strong. He's kicking butt with his workouts. He's able to support his family and guide them towards greater health. So this is just a wonderful conversation that you're going to find a lot of inspiration. And I want to make a couple specific notes. I want you to hang out until the end of this episode where one of the last questions I asked Tony is about a couple pieces of advice that he has and perspectives. And I think he shares a couple things, particularly around running your own race, that is so important for us to hear. So without further ado, let's get into today's amazing episode with Fit Father Tony Shivers on the FFP Podcast. All right, Tony, welcome officially to the Fit Father Project Podcast, my friend. I'm so happy to have you here. Thanks, Doc. Really appreciate you extending the invite and having me on. Yeah, this is going to be a good one. And to kick this off, like we always do, I'd love for you to introduce yourself to all the guys listening, your name, your age, where you're from, and anything you'd like to share about your family and what you do for work. All right. My name is Tony Shivers. I live in Northern Virginia. I live in Centerville, which is a suburb of Washington, D.C. My wife, Jessica, and then we have a nine-year-old, Liliana. And for work, I work as an associate marketing director for a nonprofit or it's a professional association. So all our members are landscape and lawn care professionals. And what I do is I help spread the word on our programs and services and training offerings so they can take their business to the next level. So as like with many of the guys that are on here, you know, it's a busy job and uh, it has its own um, stressors and whatnot. So, you know, typical dad things. And one uh, major life thing that changed for my family is over the past few years, my wife lost her vision. So as you can imagine, you know, number one, that's a major impact for her. And then for the whole family too, we got to totally revamp how we do things. And then it forces me to step my game up too. So, you know, I got to be there for my wife even more and help my daughter out with certain things even more too. So, man, 
I mean, that's tremendous. She lost her vision completely? Yeah. She has a rare disease called retinitis pigmentosa. And it was it was gradual over time. So yeah, it was definitely a big trying thing for her. And uh, but now you know she's uh she's doing good. She's uh in grad school to become a school counselor because she was she was a teacher. Uh, but then you know losing your vision, it's hard to you know maintain a full classroom. But now going forward, when she's a counselor, she'll be able to still help children, but it'll be more on a level that's approachable for her. And then uh, for me to, I need to be the best version of myself so I can fully support my wife and Lily. I got to say, man, I mean, your wife is lucky to have you. And she sounds like she has an incredible spirit, like to, to continue to move through this and just make the pivots and the shifts and to go with the flow of what's happening, like powerful. And I want to ask you too, how has this experience with your family coincided with the timeline of you starting to take your health more seriously? Were these things exactly lined up? Like shifts are happening in your family. I know we need to get healthier. It's just been brewing for a while for you where you wanted to get your health back on track. Well, for me, for getting my health back on track, it's kind of a story you hear from, from a lot of a lot of guys. Like uh, it's been years, like over time. In college and in my 20s, I stayed in pretty decent shape. I was always bigger. But, you know, I could still play full court basketball and I had all my health markers and everything were good. And then in my 30s, after I got married and we had Lily, uh, things started to slip over time. And I would try things here and there. Like I did P90X, like a lot of the people did. But of course, that's, I mean, it works, but then it's not sustainable. And I've had uh, different ups and downs trying different things. And then eventually, you know, when my wife's vision loss happened, you know, that was a that was a big hit. And I was still doing my up and down thing and COVID hit and, uh, you know, that added a whole new range of things. But I, I eventually, uh, for myself at home, the home life was changing because with all these other changes happening and then I wasn't healthy. So it caused stress at home. Like I would be more quick to be irritated or, or just don't, don't have energy or they need me to do something. I'll just be like, oh, you know, I don't really want to do it. And then eventually it came to a point where me and my wife, we sat down and I just had to have a real heart to heart. And I thought, you know, I think one of the big reasons that I wasn't being the best version of myself was just because I was so heavy and I wasn't making the right choices I needed to do. So I thought, you know, if I really refocus and find like a sustainable way to do this, I'll, you know, it'll help the besides helping myself, it'll help life for my wife and for my daughter too. Yeah. I mean, that's a powerful realization that you had there in that moment. And for context, at that time when you were starting to have those conversations and make those thoughts, what was your height and your weight starting off when you're at your heavy point there? 5'11". My heaviest, I mean, it's it's embarrassing now, but I know to help other guys too, I was at 376. And by the time I started, I did do, I just, you know, following like fads and whatnot, I just thought, oh, low carb is what you're supposed to do or keto is what you're supposed to do. And I tried those. I mean, maybe they're successful for some people, but it wasn't long-term for me. But I did lose some weight off of that. And then by the time I did start with a Fit Father project, I was at 346. And that was uh, how, where I started at with, uh, with, with you guys. And what are you at today at the time of us recording this? At the time of this recording, I'm at 286. It's got to be nice to have a two in front of that number, huh? Yeah. That's been a long time coming. Exactly. When I finally broke that, broke out of the threes. Uh, yeah, it was just like, oh, wow. I was just so excited. Uh, internally, I was just excited. And then I shared it with the brothers too, just so, you know, because other guys were in my position too, that it, it's possible. Yeah. 
So let's talk about like the start of the program. You know, you're motivated. You want to make some deep changes. Like talk to me about the first 30 days or so when we can get into what it was like reading over the program material, writing a mission statement, initial workouts, getting set up on the meal plan, like anything you want to share about the initial setup phase of your journey. Sure. So it was like January of this year is when I first started to like try to find what to do. And I thought like in my professional career, uh, for example, the first time I had to supervise someone, I was like, oh gosh, I don't know what to do. And I was, you know, I was researching online and I found podcasts and and things like that that helped me in that in that regard. And so I was like, you know what, let me try that for this too. And so I was just searching on YouTube for a podcast for guys, you know, I, I think I even put like father's busy dad, something lose weight. And I, I came across you, the fifth father project. And I was like, okay, even then I was still skeptical just because I've done all the fad ones that weren't sustainable. But then when you, for me, I, I watched all the, the videos of the guys that had already gone through it. And I could see a lot of myself in, in them. And sometimes even if they weren't like me, that was also good too, because you could see that no matter your situation, this is the kind of program that works for, for any guy. And also being skeptical too, I also just searched out uh, you it, doing interviews on other podcasts and it was the same story. So I was like, oh, this guy is genuine. And I mean, I could, I thought you were genuine from, from the Fit Father Project content. And then it really put it over the head when I saw you on other podcasts that were not related to Fit Father Project. So I was like, okay, I'll give this a chance. And then even then, I first, I just did the, the Apex 8 and the free meal plan guidance type thing. And I went through that. I lost 10 pounds just doing that and kind of like, you know, half doing the nutrition, not really being all in. So I said, okay, this is really, I'm seeing benefits from this. So might as well sign up, you know, even if it doesn't work out, whatever. And one other thing I just did wanted to say, I wanted to give a special shout out to one of your staffers, Jen, because during the, the free trial period, I would ask questions. And I was thinking in my head, oh, she's going to like give me some hard sell. Whoever, if, if a human even answers it, it's going to be some hard sell. But no, she just answered honestly and wasn't like, oh, act now and do this, this. So I was like, oh, okay. These people are genuine too. Even the people that are responding to customers are great too. So let's give it a go. And that's how I uh, eventually went all in and signed up. That's awesome. And, you know, I'll give kudos to Jen. I'll make sure she listens to this episode because that'll make her really happy that you're here now recording this from like that moment of sending an email. So we, we, we definitely like, we genuinely care. And I'm so glad that that was something that got you over the hill to want to try this out. So how is it different when you're starting on the Fit Father meal plan, when you're actually in FF30X, you're going over the nutrition setup steps? What was like big aha moments or how was it different from what you might have tried in the past with just like a keto or a low carb or maybe some different perspective shifts? Because I imagine there's both some tactical stuff like drink some more water, eat these kinds of things, but also maybe some perspective shifts that happen. I'd love to hear about your nutrition first, basically. Sure. And even real quick, even before the nutrition, the one thing that really stood out was uh, doing your mission statement. And like a mind-blowing thing for me, because doing other things, you just jump right in, like, here, eat this, here's your workout. But here, you really got to do the internal work, and it really helps drive within yourself, like, why you want to do this and why you want to improve for yourself, why you want to improve for your family. So I think doing that and going through all the steps, I mean, it took me a few days just to go through everything and make sure I have it to where I feel it's, it's in a good space uh, to proceed. I think that really sets you in the right frame of mind to like really then start and, and dive in on the nutrition and workouts and everything. 
Yeah. So you mentioned many of the things, but anything that wrote down as your initial mission statement, maybe like what your goal was over the 30 days, some habits you were going to drop or change. And then I know you were doing this largely for both your family and yourself, but do you have your mission statement handy or anything about that that you could share specifically? Yeah, I did say, you know, I want to lose 15 pounds in the first 30 days. And then, you know, for most of the family things I already touched on, but then also for myself too, I just want to be healthy. I want to be able to wear like go to a store and but just buy normal clothes or uh, this is kind of a, a typical thing for a lot of the bigger guys. Like just if I'm going to a restaurant, not have to worry about the seating. So like if there's a booth and the table is fixed, like, it shouldn't be an issue for me. Um, so lots of tangible things like that. Uh, I like playing basketball and I, I gave that up just because I got you know too out of shape. And so like eventually I want to get back into playing, you know, rec league basketball and that, those sorts of things. So definitely the the deep within like the family reasons, being the best version of myself. We try to teach our daughter to do that. And I'm like, how can I teach her to do that if I'm not doing that? Right. So those are a lot of the the big mental things that for me really set me up for success from the beginning. Yeah. Well, it's clear that you got aligned on those deep reasons. And now I guess we can go to like step two of the setup, which is really getting into the nutrition. So what was kind of like eye-opening for you going through having tried stuff in the past, you try the Fit Father nutrition approach, you start to apply things. What were you experiencing and what did you kind of like learn or start to change? Yeah, one thing for me that I never realized, but I found out now that's like been a big assist is like having a, a regimented breakfast, a regimented lunch, and then dinner can be more freestyle with the family. So like in the past, I would just wing it all the time. And sometimes for me, you take the least lazy way and just get a drive through or get some for something in a box or something unhealthy. But this way, you know, I know I'm going to have a shake in the morning or or like eggs or something and then like have a regimented lunch too, like a go to. So I'm not thinking about it like, oh, I have this lunch prepped already or I'm having leftovers from dinner. And then with dinner, we try to, you know, have it together as a family and then there I can more, we can you know, come together as a family and figure out a common meal for everyone. So those are big things. And then also for me too, learning that carbs aren't bad. It's just that uh, like in the past, maybe you're eat- I was eating like, I mean, not maybe, I was eating like way too much or like a huge portion of it. And then here, like with the perfect plate, you, I mean, you can track, you can use my fitness pal or whatever, but you don't have to. Like you just, you learn like, oh, this is a correct amount of veg. This is the correct amount of a healthy carb and this is the protein. So for me, the, having those guidelines in there and like taking a lot of the guesswork out was a big deal. And then also I learned over time that it's customizable, like not each guy doesn't do the exact same thing. So that was also a big thing for me too. It was like, oh yeah, no, no wonder this works because uh, everyone, you kind of like get in your groove and find what works for you. Yeah. That's good. Well, it sounds like with those simple enough meals, like you did the shake, you have a regimented lunch, you're flexible with dinner, so it fits your family life and you can still have carbs. And I think I'm glad that you got to that point where many people who come from a super keto, low carb are become very carb phobic, where you've now realized, and that's tough, right? It's tough to live your life on a very, very, very low carb for a long period of time. And so it's cool that you're able to find the balance and, you know, and have healthy dinners with your family and, you know, and some that might be are not as healthy, but still be on the plan. Right. I mean, it's about this kind of like sustainable approach. Yeah. And that's, I'm glad you mentioned that too, because like during the plan, I mean, you learn that, you know, you might indulge like maybe once a week or whatever, uh, when you get, when you feel comfortable, but then to just go right back to it, the next meal. So whereas in the past, you might just, or I would just like, ah, screw it. And like, it's the whole weekend's gone and you just throw caution to the wind. Where now I know like, oh, I planned it out. I'm meeting up with my boys this weekend. 
or for dinner, we'll do, you know, whatever. But then like the very next day, the very next meal, we'll just get right back on to the normal lifestyle. Yeah. And that's massive. I mean, that's the difference between being off track, like for months and then gaining more weight versus just like, it's all part of the plan, just small deviations. That's awesome. All right. So you play basketball, you love to be active yet at the same time, you found yourself in like, you know, mid to high three hundreds and you were now starting to do some new exercise with fit father project. What was it like getting your body moving again, doing the apex 10 apex eight. And like, what was the workout portion? And I'm also curious, when did you slide these workouts in? How many did you do per week as you're starting? Let's talk about the exercise component for you. Yeah. Even when I was at my worst, I would still like do some kind of workout like once a week and I would get at least walking in with my, uh, you know, with my dog or whatever. For me, I just jumped right in and did the workouts. But for example, I did modify. So like I did pushups on my knees, for example, as part of the apex. And now, you know, that was a big deal too. Now I can do it off the floor even still being a bigger dude. And, uh, you know, I started off with just the 10 pound dumbbells. And um, now when I uh, have done Apex again, I've used like 30s and 40s. So, whoa, dude, that's that's incredible. I mean, I'm like, just to say, you could take a high school, there's many high school and college athletes that could not complete the Apex with 30s or 40s off the bat. So, that gains in fitness is like serious. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. And uh, I think that's another thing too, I realized is going through Fit Father Project is that uh, you can lift and lose weight. Like, uh, like the stereotypical thing you, you think you just got to do like, uh, hours of cardio or something. Like I got to be on the treadmill for an hour. I got to do the elliptic for an hour, but here you learn, you know, you're still lifting. And then, uh, with the MRT style workouts, it's like lifting and cardio together. But, uh, one thing I've learned through, uh, just through the education and through everything here is, you know, um, when you do some kind of resistance training, you're still burning calories throughout the day. Whereas um, when you're just doing cardio, it's like just in that window that you're doing it. So uh, it's been like a big epiphany. And then like most guys kind of you like to sling the iron around more than than uh, just doing long cardio. So so that, that's been helpful too, for sure. Following the program, when did you get your workouts in? How many times per week as you're, you've been losing weight? What's been the schedule that's kind of worked for you with everything you have going on with work and family? Yeah, I think everyone's got to find what works best for them. For me, it's getting up early. So I get up early and I can knock it out before and before my family needs me for anything, before I got to start work and I got to check my work emails and anything. It's just like my time. So I just uh, get up, you know, get my workout gear on and just just go to it. And uh, yeah, I just follow the, the schedule. So for me, uh, I like to have Sunday as my rest day, you know, with, the, you know, church and family and football now. So Monday through Saturday, I'm doing the, the workouts. And that seems like a really good groove and pattern that you've been enjoying. Yeah, for me. And then also I found like if there is something completely happens and I don't get my workout in the morning, I have the whole rest of the day and evening to like uh, to find a way to fit it back in. So uh, it also has that buffer. So like if I do, for whatever reason, miss the morning, I can come back to it like after work or after dinner or whatever. Now, this is a question that I think a lot of guys, especially our heavier guys starting out, be very interested in. Like, what was the rate and the trajectory of your weight loss? So, like, first week, first month, subsequent months. I mean, at this point, you're, it's October, you started in January. So, I imagine there's been some understanding and change of how your weight has kind of gone. Can you talk about just general, like, rates of weight loss, different milestones that you hit, you know, that kind of, that kind of idea? Yeah. I think at first, when you first start, 
it'll probably drop quicker um, just because it's like a sudden change to your system and like you're st- are starting to eat clean and get some movement in. So for me, I think like the first couple months was I had the most rapid and then like it will kind of level off, but still the overall trend is losing. And now sometimes there'll be weeks where I just stay the same. And one thing I've learned through this, through the programming, through all the the guys and everything is just, you just got to keep at it. I mean, that's normal. It's going to happen. So I think at first you'll, at least from my experience, the first few months, you, you might have a quicker rate and then you get to more of like a standard, like one to two pounds or whatever a week going forward. And sometimes, you know, you might not lose. Sometimes you might gain. And it's just all, if you look at the overall pattern, it's still trending down. So let's talk about that. Did, did you track stuff? Like, what did you track? How did you weigh? Did you take measurements? Like, what were you using as like mile markers on your progress? Yeah. So I would, uh, for me, I was like, I was hesitant to, to weigh myself every day, but they encouraged it in the reading materials. Like, you know what, let me try it. So I did that. And then I made sure like every Saturday morning, just for me, that's been like my official weight of the, uh, uh, so that that's what, what I would plug into the to the system. So it was, it was educational for me too, because you can see that uh, during the week, your weight fluctuates just normal, just normal life. And then like, if you eat or you overindulge in something, you see how that affects you. So for me, I, I went by uh, once a week for my official thing, but then I would still have to keep that in mind throughout. And then I also would uh, have the printouts for, for the workouts so I could just like handwrite in, like it took me this many minutes and with, with this many uh, pound dumbbells kind of thing. All right, so let's talk about the inner game now. You're making these shifts, you're working the routine. How is some of your your mindset, your emotions, and maybe even your spiritual health, like the internal aspect of your being, how has that changed throughout this process this year? Yeah, I think one big thing for me this year is, is I just have more energy. Like you don't, when you lose your way as much as I did and you get unhealthy uh, or, or heavy, you don't realize how much energy you should have or a normal person should have. So then like... As I start, I think a lot of it too is just eating cleaner when you're starting to cut out unprocessed foods. Even before I lost so much weight, even in the beginning, I just felt like, oh, I just feel better. I think like your body naturally just wants just clean whole foods. So energy was a a big thing. And then also a mindset, it reinforced to have a positive mindset. Because I try to do that in other aspects of my life. But uh, I realized that with my weight, I would use negative self-talk. And I was thinking, you know, I would never talk like this to anyone else. Why am I doing this to myself? I had to learn that because, you know, when I'm training a, a younger person at work or just or when I was a, a youth group leader at church, I would never think to, you know, you, you never think to talk the way you talk to yourself that you do to other people. So I learned that. And then that's one big thing with the brotherhood that was a big game changer for me. As part of my job, I use social media. So I'm like, if I really want to join a group too in my free time and post. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, okay. Then I thought, you know what? Let's, you know, we're trying new things. Let's give it a try. And uh, yeah, I was blown away. I was like, all these dudes, just all different walks of life, just all like are 100% in supporting each other. So that helped me a lot too. And I, I said, you know what? I'm just going to start posting in here. It's outside of my comfort zone. But sometimes to make big changes, you got to do something outside your comfort zone. Once I started doing that, it started helping. It it helped me just to post about myself. And then mostly reading about all the other guys and their ups and downs and what they're going through. And then what really um, 
you know, got me inside was like when people would reach out to me or like send me private messages saying, hey, Tony, this, your post really spoke to me today. Or when you're saying this, it really helped me out. I'm like, oh, wow, I'm just... I'm just me, just a regular dude, yeah. just a regular dad too. I don't, I'm not like a former Division One athlete. I don't have any of those things to fall back on, or, or you know, not former military. I don't have those kind of habits to fall back on. So um, to have other people say, you know, your post inspire them, it's like wow. It's a you know, it's a, it's, it's great internally too. Yeah, for sure. It's like the own path of you just walking your path, bettering yourself. That's also inspiring people. It means you're also giving and receiving. And I, I see it, man. I know you've been a big inspiration in the groups. Our team has mentioned you several times with some of your posts. And like, very grateful that you had the courage to like, I think, go all in. And what we see is that the people who are willing to kind of just like open up, follow the process, do uncomfortable things, share and be more vulnerable, tend to have some of the best results because, you know, it's just how it is. It's just kind of like that all in commitment. I want to ask you too about your family. You know, they've seen you make a lot of changes this year, your daughter and your wife. So what's it been like, you know, with them experiencing you making these changes, supporting you, anything they've maybe said about the change you've made or how it's really affected your family life? Yeah, um, it's it's really been a positive because, you know, the healthier I got, you know, the, the better my mood and my energy was. So that alone was a, a big boost in the family. And then uh, number two, uh, you know, it's been great. My wife's been really supportive and it's also like by proxy, like helping them. I mean, they're, they're both healthy anyway, but it helps them like, we'll have like more like healthy snacks, like fruit or whatnot, and less like packaged, uh, packaged snack treats and things like, and there's still some, but there's, there's like the, it slowly evolves. And then like, if we're having dinners together, there's going to be a, you know, a healthy basis to it. So that's been a big thing. And then it's really funny what they say about kids. Kids like notice what you're doing, even if they're not always saying it. So like my daughter will sometimes like, hey, dad, let's go, let's go play or let's go, let's go outside and do something and I'll go do it. Whereas in the past, I might grumble or just, or even if I go do it, I, I don't have the energy to keep up with her. One thing that really got me is uh, one time uh, she was, I overheard her in the other room talking to her friends and she's like, oh yeah, every morning my daddy is always lifting weights and working out. And uh, she likes to make a joke that I always talk about protein because like, I know I, that's like, uh, I, I lean into that. So I know I need, my basis is I need to have like a good, clean protein whenever I eat. But she's like, oh, Tad's always obsessed about protein and then and getting his exercise in the morning. So it's like, oh, wow. You know, she does, you know, in her way, she she notices. But she also says she's proud of me, too. So that's, that's always good. That's awesome. That's really cool to hear. Yeah. And it's, she's now being raised in like a healthier environment which I know is just going to help her, you know, over the next several years. And, and hopefully it gives her a basis of healthy habits that maybe you didn't exactly have. And maybe she can head off some of these problems in her own life. So that's a beautiful thing. Exactly. Yeah. That's what being a fit father is all about for sure. I want to ask you, where are you headed? Like what's next for you? I know at this point you're a part of your way there and you want to get down to continue losing some weight. So let's just say we fast forward from one year from now. So we're October, 2023, which sounds crazy to say, like ideally what's happened with your life and your body with one more year of work on this stuff. Yeah. I think uh, ideally a year from now, you know, I've, I've lost even more weight and more closer to like an ideal weight. What's your number? What are you looking at? What's your ideal number? I have like stages. I think like my first stage was to get to 250. 
which is even less than I was in high school when I had like a decent body fat percentage even. Mm-hmm. And then like, once I get to 250, reevaluate from there, like maybe it's like 220, 210, like I'm, I'm not sure. So we're looking to get to 250 now is the first kind of milestone and then do a reevaluation at that point. Yeah. And like when I first started, my first mile marker was like, as we alluded to earlier, was just to break the 300s. And then, so yeah, um, that's, that's my next mile marker. Well, that's important insight. I think for like, especially these bigger guys who have a lot of weight to lose, you got to have these like monumental, you don't have to, but it helps have these monumental mile markers and no doubt you're going to get there and hit that 250, just work in this plan. So that's really cool. And I'm excited for you on that day when you step on the Saturday scale and you can say confidently, I've now been here. And then, and then part of it's just like normalizing at these stages and just making this like the new normal as your body adjusts. Right. I love that. And then hopefully getting back on the basketball court. I'd love to see you tear it up there. That'd be cool. I mean, if you want to, but I know you kind of do. Oh yeah, I definitely will. All right. Well, so what advice do you have, you know, based on your experience this year for some of the fit fathers in the brotherhood, you know, maybe guys who are starting out or even guys who have been at this for close to a year, like you have, what's some perspective or advice you can share that you think is very relevant? Yeah, there's, there's a few things I would say. Like number one is just start. Like uh, don't overanalyze. Like even at the beginning, like I did, do the the free resources and like try to work things out. But then you, you get to a point, it's like, just, just start. Sometimes we get in our own heads and we way overanalyze or we, we take too long. Like, oh, I'll start. I'll start next week. This, this, this happened. I'll start next week. Now, eventually at a certain point, you know, just get to it. So that's, that's one. Another thing I would say is to run your own race. Everyone's different. You can be the same height and weight as someone else. And you guys are not going to, your life is not exactly the same. Your, your race are going to be totally different. And that's okay. Everyone's got their own thing going on. Everyone's got your own life circumstances going on. So I would say don't don't be discouraged if you're not losing at the rate of some of the other guys in the brotherhood. There'll be guys that are slower than you or faster, you know, whatever it is. But um, just run your own race, and as long as you're improving yourself, then that's that's what matters. And you're making you're you're stacking healthy habits. And then the other thing I would say is uh. To, is, is to have the positive mindset and don't limit yourself. Like you might think, oh, nobody knows me as the guy that works out. No one knows me as the guy that's healthy. Like, well, why not? Why can't you change that? There's no, don't think to yourself, oh, I'll never be like that. Why not? Just go give it a try. And then you'll be amazed at what you can do. Like even something simple as uh, doing regular pushups. I was like, man, I don't know when the hell I'll be able to do that again. And then, you know, eventually I can. And it's like, wow, this that's something that beforehand, if I just kept that mindset, I wouldn't even try it, you know? So uh, that's what I, those are uh, three big things I would say. And then uh, lastly, one thing is if you do join Fit Father Project is to take advantage of the Brotherhood, the Facebook group. Even if you don't post that often, at least just go read the post and check in. You'll, you'll gain a lot of knowledge and uh, it'll help you. So I, I would say take full advantage of that too. I mean, that might be the mic drop. That was fantastic advice across the board. And I really resonated with the run your own race. And I think something that resonated with that too is that the race changes as you change, like in the stages of, the, of change. And like, so always keeping that in mind and doing these reevaluations. It's just great advice. I have a couple of final questions for you. And one is to you, having experienced what you have, what does it mean to be a fit father? I think to me, what it means to be a fifth father is to like value yourself and take the steps to improve yourself. Because um, a lot of times, even as dads and husbands, we think about everyone else first, but you can't help anyone else unless you have your own self in order. So 
to me, being a fifth father means you know you value yourself so that you can be the best version of yourself for your family. Yeah, great answer. And is there anything that's been left unsaid? Because we've covered a lot of ground in 30 minutes and it's been amazing. Is there anything else that like that hasn't been said yet that you'd like to at this point? Uh, non-scale victories, that's one thing you learn about in the Fifth Father Project. So it's not always just, you know, the weight dropping. It's like how your clothes fitting. Uh, the booth example I gave earlier, I posted also in the group about this. I, when I uh, had a business trip for my work, I could buckle the seatbelt in the airplane without needing an extender. And when someone that's really heavy, you, you know what that is. And so this, I was like, oh, wow, this, you know, this, is a, this is a great thing. So acknowledge the little successes you have along the way too, is what I would say. Well, <laughs> another valuable nugget here, Tony. Thank you for coming on today and sharing your wisdom and your beautiful energy. It's very clear that you're full of life and joy. And I wish you another fantastic year of health and progress and that you hit the 250 very soon or whenever that happens, I guess I should say. And thanks for being a fit father, man. Thank you for like having the willingness to go search this stuff out and for being a beacon of light in our community of what's possible. And um, I'm just really proud of you, man. Thank you so much. No, I really appreciate it. Thanks to you and the whole team and everyone that is behind Fit Father Project. It it really does make a difference in so many people's lives, what you guys are doing. I really appreciate it. And thanks for, thanks for having me on. Thanks, Tony. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fit Father Project podcast. If you love what you heard, please rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps spread this show to more men who need this valuable info. To watch full video episodes of this podcast and other motivational videos to inspire your training and more, visit our Fit Father Project YouTube channel. It's free and everything's made for busy guys over 40 like you. Visit youtube.com forward slash Fit Father Project to get access to our entire video library. And finally, if you or someone in your life is interested in becoming a fit father or needs help losing weight, building muscle, and living healthier after age 40, then visit fitfatherproject.com where you can see our proven programs, supplement line for guys 40 plus, and free meal plan and workouts to get you started. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll see you in the next episode.